This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Pondering Nerdcast. This is episode 91 we are in a new year, a new season of the show. Uh, sorry, happy took us- new year! Hey, hey. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry it took us a while to get back. We were just trying to regroup and refocus what we were doing, um, you know, to try to give you a better show. <laughs> as it no, were. no, we've actually been just on vacation. So. Yeah, this whole time. <laughs> a very long vacation. This whole time, um, <laughs> <laughs> month long vacation. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so with me here tonight is Alyssa Spectre. Hey, guys. And Jody Callahan. Hello. Hey. Uh, Nate and Dwayne cannot join because I think Nate is somewhere uh, storming the cave. I don't know. I don't play Dungeons & Dragons, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know anything about that. But yes. He, they, they could not join us, so hopefully they'll be on the next one and stuff like that. You know, like good stuff. Anywho, uh, let's... Oh, yeah, I forgot to introduce myself. I keep forgetting to do that. My name is Lance John as well, <laughs> as your other host. I was wondering whatnot. who you were. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never um, I never say who the hell I am. I just kind of show up. So like it's that, weird. Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like Batman. Um, so uh, let's get uh, right into it, you know, shall we? We still have our same three categories of tech, film, and gaming, and sometimes comics, uh, you know. And uh, at the end of the show, I will share some news, promo code, uh, stuff you can do. Because uh, right now, we are also, uh, not only we're part of Game Rebellion, we're also part of the Gifted Sounds Network. Uh, so, you know, we do have a bit of a promo thing going there with Gift of Sounds Network. So I'll tell you at the end of the show. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so let's start off with our tech topics. Uh, first one here, um, top of the pile, top of the pile. Um, so these, um, I guess, researchers, I don't know. I, I'm, they didn't, uh, they weren't like very specific. <laughs> Apparently this. I think collective. researchers is a pretty good guess. Yeah, like I'm like either that or collective. I'm gonna call them collective um, or something. Um, it wasn't janitors or mailmen. No, no, that that would be awesome though if it was like a, your janitor came up with a AI that can recognize hate speech. I think that's the <laughs> reboot of the next. Uh, I just dropped the ball on this joke because it's the Matt Damon movie that I can't remember the name of. Oh, good <laughs> <laughs> Three thousand, and this is what he does later. Like this is what his son does. Yeah, that's a generator, and then he creates an AI bot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that rules so, the world. pretty much, um, if you're on Twitter, you know it can get crazy, um, racist, toxic. Yeah, racist, hate speech. It's it's pretty much a, a bevy of that. And uh, according uh-huh. to Twitter, if you are a war leader, it's fine to threaten others and say racist things, long as if you're long as you're you're a world leader. And this is wasn't there reasoning a, a, because it promotes discourse. 
Yeah, because you get to talk about these things. You can discuss his bullshittery and stuff like that, which is like, okay, but pretty much says in your rules that you cannot threaten others with bodily harm. That's like against the rules, (laughs) you know, like you get banned for stuff like that. But he has no problem threatening bodily harm to another nation because he's a world leader. So I don't know. But anyway, um, this collective, uh, I guess, what, what are they called? Sp- uh, spread, spread fast or whatever. Yeah. That's, uh, and that's what they're called. Spread fast. Yeah. Yeah. Spread fast. And apparently some sort of campaign called we counter hate. Um, I'm not familiar with either of these. I'm not familiar with the campaign and I'm not, I'm nor am I familiar with, um, spread fast, but apparently we counter hate, um, or they, well, their aim is to slow down the, the hate, the, the spread of hate, which is interesting. Um, apparently the campaign is, um, probably made possible by, no, what this the campaign by possibly, oh, okay, sorry, I was reading their copy wrong. Apparently, uh, We Counting Hate is a new campaign by possibly, uh, by possible the Sikhs to reduce. Uh, okay, that's a little weird. How do you word that sentence? Reduce hate speech on Twitter by turning retweets off uh, of uh, of those of these hateful messages into donations of for a good cause. Okay, that's pretty cool. I feel like I feel like that's, that hasn't that been done before. I feel like some comedian did that. Like uh, the Westboro Baptist Church would show up at some comedians thing, and apparently for each person that showed up from the Westboro Baptist Church. They would donate the proceeds to like an organization that they hate the most, <laughs> or something like that. But yeah, I feel like that's like the thing to do. So they're pretty much taking. But how do you make money off of that, though? Oh, I think it's that we would donate to Possible or the We Counter Hate movement, and then uh-huh. just, and then they basically would advertise that money as here's what we raised for these many tweets. Okay, okay, I can see that. So it's like paying for crowdsourcing information or whatever, or okay. whatever that's... other organization would also donate to them in the name of charity. Yeah, yeah that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. But yeah, uh, so that's what we counter hate is trying to do, and spread fast is some sort of enterprise social done right company. <laughs> That's on their that's on their website. Apparently, Spreadfast is the smartest social media software for the world's biggest companies. So this is some sort of like analytics company. Um, so I'm guessing you can, I guess you sign up, get you to the platform. Like they don't list pricing on their website. So I'm assuming this is very expensive, um, but probably like really deep information that you can find out about people who are like engaging with tweets and whatnot. And they're saying that they've, um, they're trying, they're training an artificial intelligence. Um, I guess it's like a general AI to detect hate speech, um, on, you know, basically on Twitter and stuff like that. And, um, this particular AI will then go out and make a dollar contribution to a nonprofit organization, and that's how they're doing it. So, which is, it's, it, I mean, it's, I, I guess it's cool. Um, I'm just worried about. I mean, it's cool, like you know, 
like I'm just worried about like how do they discern between what is hate speech and what might be considered a, a just off color joke? Right. Um, because yeah. there are certain words that you know bigots and people like they use certain things where um it's like in their repertoire to uh well in this the program spots the possible hate speech and then an mm-hmm. actual human gets notified and then that human oh uh, okay okay all right so it just it's it's uh, it's like a bot that crawls for certain trigger words and whatnot Okay, so that's interesting. Um, Which it would have to be, because I don't think... It doesn't seem like this uh, AI tech is going to be very well-funded. Like, this, they're not creating, I don't think, like a true artificial intelligence that will be thinking on its own. It'll just be kind of a detection program. Yeah, I it can see that. It would have to be updated by humans because speech changes all the time especially in text especially Mm -hmm. the limitation of text and of course there are going to be people who are going to be trying to work around this to get their racist misogynist comments Mm -hmm. propaganda out aware of this ai bot and trying to maybe not outsmart it but work around it but you would still need a human there to look at me like, yes, this is what they're doing. Hmm. And um, the particular, like we counter hate um, uh, it's, it's on Twitter. They're on Twitter. It's like, uh, if you're looking for them, it's just at we underscore counter underscore hate. And they, they put up like an example of someone named frog wave. And like, I'm assuming that's a guy, <laughs> you know, and what he, what he said, and a bunch of people are reaching. And so apparently this is how it works. It's like they find it, then they tweet at the person. Um, it says, this hate tweet is now being countered. Think twice about retweeting. For every retweet, a donation will be committed um, to, a, to a nonprofit fighting uh, for equality, inclusion, and diversity. And then it's like a, a link that you can check out, apparently. Which is, um, it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, it's like there, there's been a lot of stuff about Twitter in, in the past where it's like it's never, it's a very toxic environment. It can be very bullying. Um, uh, you know, just not a lot of good shit at all, <laughs> you know? Right. I think it's very clever in that it takes the wind out of the sail, as it were, for someone who wants to, you know, keep promoting this type of, hate speech, misogynist speech, sexist speech. Mm. And it kind of pushes back, basically. So it's like, sure, go ahead, make your little joke. But um, in the process, you'll be helping out the people you're disparaging. Mm. Yeah. So in a way, so as soon as someone like, you know, the class clown or whatever, you say, well, no, go ahead. Have the floor. Get it all out of your system. You're not going to get in trouble for anything. I don't care. In fact, this is teaching the class. Then you're not so much a rebel anymore. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because now you're just you're helping 
the as they would put it the others right. <laughs> to prosper because um when you're spewing your hate and stuff like that so you just don't why you why because it, it's funny because most of these trolls and stuff like that they're doing this for free no one is paying them you know for, for the majority of what i can you know certain um whereas there i mean are there people out there who are paid to do this stuff i'm sure they are um you know there's like characters like alex jones or um uh, was the one the, the blaze network i forgot what the fuck their name is but the, he was on fox and then he had his own network or whatnot so these are people about. yeah i forgot his name but um, tommy lauren or tommy whatever her name was tommy lorraine i don't know just whatever hey, <laughs> like, has anyone seen the I don't know if it's a meme or not, but everyone is just now referring to her as Tammy, just to be dicks to her. <laughs> Tammy? Wow. <Yeah. laughs> oh, wow. Um, but yeah, like people like that who are, they get paid to do that. Like they get paid to spread um, hate and propaganda and stuff like that under the guise of patriotism. And whereas there are people who then jump on that bandwagon and say, oh, I'm doing it for xyz reasons because i really believe in patriotism or this is why i don't trust this or whatever the case may be because of what somebody else says and said and for the most part most of these people they're just regular people who they have a regular day job or whatever but i guess in their spare time they just have time to just spew hate and um which most (laughs) most of them like when they make a big enough stink uh, they end up losing their jobs. So there, there is that too. You know, people get reported back to their companies and their um, family members that, like, this is what they're doing. Which is always something that I always find kind of funny that people who are trolls don't know how to hide themselves. <laughs> well, they just kind of like talk shit and then don't really care about the um, mm-hmm. consequences. Or some of them, like, I'm assuming some of them do, but you know, but it's. This is a pretty interesting thing. Um, I, you know, I wish we counter hate luck. Uh, I just checked out their. Um, uh, I just checked out their their Twitter, and apparently they've been given regular updates about um, what's been happening. They, they give like an overview of last year's. Apparently, in twenty seventeen, there were more tweets involving hate speech, more than the Super Bowl, the Grammys, and they, they list a few like events and stuff like that. So that's pretty, you know, that's pretty considerable. Um, but hey, yeah, good luck to anybody yeah. trolling trolls. Yeah, of course, you know, troll mm-hmm. hunters unite. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that, that's actually a movie too. <laughs> actually, no, just called Troll Hunters. It's not very good. Um, moving on. So, speaking of you know social media stuff, uh, so apparently a few execs from Google, like ex Google employees, Facebook employees, and like all around Silicon Valley people, um, has uh, decided that they're going to start a company to help kids, well, to protect kids from social media addiction. Um, and if I remember this correctly, I believe a few ex executives or people who used to work at, um, Facebook has said things similar to, uh, you know, Facebook is their bread and butter is in, um, 
is like uh, manipulating their users to react to certain things and whatnot. So um, whether that be ads or a certain event or a feeling or whatever the case may be. Like there's been a bunch of stuff going back and forth with that. And there's been this um, notion that, you know, social media addiction is a real thing. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's here nor there for me personally. Um, you know, given that I uh, do podcasting and stuff like that, I do spend a lot of time on social media, you know, sharing my podcast. But, um, and I probably visit like two groups <laughs> on Facebook. That's that's usually my uh, my Facebook habits, really. But they seem to be pretty well funded. They're getting around $7 million to do this sort of thing. To create like what they call a watchdog do- group of common sense media, you know, what, what do you guys think of this initiative? And you know, do you think this is something that would actually work? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping it will work because, uh, you know, it, I I think it's true that social media does have a negative impact on society and. It does kind of tell you, like, I, I log into Facebook and it's it's always telling me, like, hey, remember this? That happened, like, five years ago? Uh, why don't you uh, reblog this? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, but I don't know. I, I'm hoping it works, but it may also, I don't know, That that's like, it's also like Facebook's big selling point is all about like share your life to everybody. So I'm wondering if this will actually work. What about you, Jody? Uh, It'll definitely help. And it is a step forward and doing something that video games had to do. And I guess every medium before that movies and otherwise is these social media uh, companies like Facebook, Google, um, I forget whoever owns Snapchat, should start in some way self-policing, um, not just for the betterment of uh, kids that might get addicted to social media, adults, get anyone getting addicted to social media, or getting their news solely from social media. I think people need protecting from that but if they don't start self-policing then like the threat toward video games in i want to say the early 90s the government will because you'll have plenty Mm. of um parent groups uh all sorts of groups that are going to start demanding that things be changed and what they had told the video game company, which is how the, what is it, the little rating that says mature and... Oh, MSRB or thing? Yeah, that uh, came about... Like that. Oh, God, I wish I could remember the game that came about on. It might have been Mortal Kombat. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But the judge ruling was like, either you guys start letting people know the dangers or whatever discretions you need to take so that 
the wrong people aren't buying your product, like, you know, a 12 year old kid buying Mortal Kombat, or we will. And I think, in effect, that's what this watchdog group is doing. And I think, in that vein, it is smart because it'll start holding social media to certain standards hmm. that itself regulates, not the government. I know it sounds like I'm anti-government, but I am as far <laughs> in terms of like freedom of speech and trying to keep the internet free or as free as we can mm-hmm. after net neutrality went down. Um, but yeah, I think this is a smart move. Uh, I think it's an inevitable move. And I also think it will just let people know, at least get people thinking that social media might be an addiction or it can be an addiction and that humans can be addicted to anything that they like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Cause there's a, um, what's the, uh, notion or common sense note or saying is like, if you know, everything in moderation right. and you know, they're, they're claiming that, um, like th- this is what they're like. This is part of their line of what they're thinking that they're going to model this whole campaign after the anti-smoking crusades. That you know they're going to focus on about 50, 55,000 public schools. That's going to teach uh, students and uh, students, pa- uh, parents, and teachers about the troubling side effects of too much tech. Now, it would, because they also mentioned like such as depression, which they say is becoming more and more common in American children. Uh, according to the according to Times Magazine, um, the I mean I don't have a problem with them if they want to be more focused on the specific platform, say just social media, um, then that's fine because. When people think of like social media platforms, they don't really think of tech. They just think of a destination they go to on their tech devices. So this, the language of this, it, it kind of bothers me because it's like trying to say tech overall is bad, you know, and they're not being very descriptive about, okay, we're not going to do this thing. It's not like we have anything against iPhones, <laughs> but we're just talking about the way you use your iPhone, you know, that, that sort of thing. So they have to make a pretty interesting distinction between the both, um, which from what I can judge from this article here, I mean, I haven't like gone and check out their website to see exactly if they have focused their, their um, narrative focus to certain things versus the other, um, which is, you know, it's kind of like because uh, the other companies who are joining in as well as Comcast and DirecTV, and I don't, you know, <laughs> they're they're partnering with this apparently. They're participating in this the tech, the truth about tech, you know, and it's like, and they're they're giving them like um, fifty million dollars free media and airtime for this tech ethics campaign, and it in a way this reminds me of. Um, this is your drugs on on on, on brain. <laughs> this is your brain on drugs. This is your lance on. I was gonna make a drug joke, but then I said no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is your land on drugs. <laughs> um, but yeah, the it's very much in that vein, and it just feels like 
the next sweeping national campaign to come up, like where a bunch of people who who have some sort of expertise in one way or the other are coming together to create this conglomerate to make money from our tax dollars to like say, hey, this is the new war on drugs, you know, in a way. Now, I'm not saying um, that it's not a bad idea. Like, I'm not saying that they shouldn't try or anything like that. Well, but the way they're going their about it is war on drugs was a literal war. Yeah, drugs. literal war on drugs. This yeah, is more of an education and awareness of right how dedicated you should be to Facebook mm. or Instagram, and hopefully they'll do better than the anti-smoking ads, which I am 100% <laughs> behind people mm. not smoking and uh, raising, even in 2018, still raising awareness that it'll kill you and <laughs> you will suffer long before you die. Mm. But those ads are so corny and mom and dad like created that they make me want to be like, you know, to hell with you people. I'm going to smoke a cigarette because look how lame it is to not smoke a cigarette. Which is how those ads make me feel. Hopefully, they'll go about that in a somewhat, I don't know, less trying to be, we're cool teenagers too. We're just trying to tell you how to be cool kind of attitude. And right, yeah. Let's figure out a way to educate without making it lame. Yeah, I agree. Um, and and that's like my biggest fear. It's like them overreaching, uh, making salacious claims. Uh, you know, because we've we've all seen that. You know, we're all of, of a certain age where we can be like, yeah, I remember those after school special campaign things. Right. <laughs> and it's like it worked for some and didn't work for others. And um, I just hope that you know they do take a a, a more a much more comprehensive approach, uh, much more uh, narrow field of focus and whatnot, because they're talking about going and lobbying in Congress with this sort of thing. Um, and I just hope it's just not like some sort of weird money grab. Right. And, you know, I, you know, honestly, DirecTV and Comcast to be part of this, <laughs> you know, it's just that does that they don't it doesn't put them in good graces for me personally, because I've. You know, I've I've only dealt with DirecTV myself, but Comcast, I've never had to deal with them. But you know, as a customer, but it's just like I don't, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I don't care that they're part of this, and I feel like them being part of it just taints everything. You know, because they're a technology company. Why would they go? Why would they want to um, have people use their products less? Well, you know, what you should do. Is cut the cord from DirecTV and Comcast and get on Facebook and stay on there nine hours a day. <laughs> oh God! Imagine nine that'll, hours a day. On that'll show Comcast. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that. I cannot imagine nine hours a day on any website. I think I'll lose my mind. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's it for our tech stuff there. Uh, lot to chew on there um moving over to some film stuff so if so we're recording this the day after the super bowl um and 
yesterday in like right before I believe the Super Bowl aired, um, Netflix dropped a trailer for Cloverfield Paradox. Um, and then in that in like because I got the notification on my phone because I follow them on um, YouTube. And it said, oh, the Cloverfield Paradox um, will prepare tonight. I was, I was like, what do you mean by premiere tonight? <laughs> and sure enough. That's exactly what they say. <laughs> like, no, because I was just like, that was just weird. I was just like, okay. I was like, is, are they premiering a trailer? This is just a very weird thing to go about. Yeah, I but, thought it was a trailer, too, that they were premiering. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, oh, I, I, I was like, okay, cool. But then I was like, um, so I went and I checked out. The app, I just I fired up the app and it was like, oh, lo and behold, it's like right there on the front page. It was like, no, it's it's gonna, no, the movie is gonna be out tonight. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I guess there was a big secret kept, uh, kept from everybody. Like, oh, by the way, we also made a movie. Yeah, it was like, huh, what? <laughs> no, the movie's here. <laughs> I was like, you didn't know, you didn't know. <laughs> did Cloverfield like come out exactly 10 years ago? Did they like plan it to? Release like the sequel exactly ten years later. I'm gonna look it up now. When did the first Cloverfield release? Let's see. It came out. Hmm. Oh, okay, so it's like a Wikipedia of the Cloverfield franchise, which is, <laughs> I guess, it's now a franchise. So sure. Um, it came oh, it out. It oh, 2018. Yeah, it came out 2008. I just wasn't sure if it came out like mm-hmm. around that time. Like, oh, that's why they're releasing it right. on this day. And no, it came out January 18th. It's really close, oh, okay. So. And <laughs> it seems like the first one made about 170 million at the box office. That's uh, pretty cool. And because it, according, well, according, this is all according to Wikipedia, it cost them 25 million to make the movie, the first one. And mm-hmm. Cloverfield Lane cost them fifty million to make, and um, it grossed one hundred and ten million. So they do fairly well for um, mm-hmm. for it's all that concept. Yeah, yeah. Because the last, I one, mean, look, mm-hmm, go ahead. I mean, remember when the Blair Witch came out? Like, right. <laughs> that was made with like a tiny budget and it made millions. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was like the first. Which goes to show you, it's not. It's not so much the production, it's the execution. So mm. that's a new idea. That's funny that we're talking about one of the first found footage movies and one of the last when it was petering out found footage movies, which was cool. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> that made a pretty pretty good amount of money at the box yeah. office, considering what they took to make. Um so yeah, Cloverfield Paradox, there there's a there's this article that talks about how it all connects to um, to the 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 um the other two films. Well, it, it's like it connects. One, I was gonna say, you're the only one that's watched it between the three of us. How do it connect? Uh, I was gonna say, isn't that don't you have to watch the movie to find out? Well, <laughs> that's the whole point. Oh yeah, we're about to thing, spoil uh, this for people. Oh no, I'm, yeah, I'm not. I, no, I'm not <laughs> no, no, no spoilers. I will say this: you, you, if you've never seen either uh, Cloverfield or Cloverfield uh, t- uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, um, you can actually jump into Cloverfield Paradox and then go and watch the other two, because of how I, I would say Cloverfield Paradox does connect to Cloverfield, like the first one. Like there is a a huge like even in the um like if you would go 
and check out. I should let you know the article that we're going to link to in our show notes. It does have spoilers. So be ready. But here's the thing. Even if you do see the first one, you'll be waiting a long time to actually see the word spoilers actually link up. <laughs> and pretty much, you know, it's it's what I it's it, I could say it's it's pretty much up there with like if you've seen aliens, like any of those like spaceship thrillers, um, sci-fi thrillers, where it's like you're trapped on this tin can known as a ship and all your shipmates are dying off here and there by mysterious accidents and weird ass fucking um you know things like things are that happen. I would say that much because um for this one there's not really a creature, you know. Like um, how Ten Cloverfield Lane. Uh, well, then again, Ten Cloverfield Lane never really actually showed a creature quite. I mean, not, not until at the end of it. Um, and Cloverfield was spoilers. <laughs> I mean, like I said, there are spoilers. There are creatures. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, if you haven't seen, I just Cloverfield took my headset Lane, off no, and put it back on because I haven't oh, seen okay. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Uh, is are we out of spoiler country? Yeah, I'm pretty much out of spoiler country. Stop spoiling, man! <laughs> Jeez, I'm pretty much out of spoiler country. Because the article um, you had us read, I didn't even finish because it said there were spoilers below. Right? Yeah, I'm not reading like, it. It's spoilers. I haven't seen it. You can only read up to the first paragraph here, <laughs> and then after that, it's just spoilers. So what we're um, saying right now is that a space movie came out. Cloverfield is in the title. Mm. That's all you're going into this with. That's all you need to know, right? Yeah, and it's it's pretty um, it's pretty interesting how, like I said, it's it, how they play around with time and space with this one. And, and from what I understand, there's going to be two more Cloverfield movies. One is going to be based in World War II for some reason, <laughs> and um, the this fifth one we don't really know. When like no one knows anything about that, but that seems to be the thing with um with the Cloverfield franchise now. Like with the first one, the way because you got to talk about the marketing of like when the first one was coming out, it was like this really secretive thing, and you had to go to this website and like sign up and be part of this agency or some bullshit. <laughs> Um, which had nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> so, but it was just like, eh, it's really cool. Let's just get a bunch of people's um emails. Each movie has had very interesting um advertising budgets. Well, not budgets, but just the way they went about it. And this one was just no, nobody knew anything. <laughs> so they're just like, here's a trailer. Have fun. Are there any stars in it? Because it's pretty weird that they kept an entire movie uh, under wraps. The second. This the, is yeah, the second one of John oh, no, Goodman no, no, no. and about the, the, oh, oh, I'm um, not sure. There are people that I recognize. Um, who who was uh, what is his name? He played uh, Martin Luther King. That uh, was his name, Owello, I believe his name is. Um, a very diverse cast. Oh yeah, I recognize uh, him. Um. There's one person I didn't really recognize was uh, her. Her name is as actually it's spelled G U G U. Um Her last name is Raw, so Google Raw. Chris O'Dowd is in it. 
Mm-hmm. Chris O'Dowd, David Oello, um, uh, John Ortiz. Uh, Donald Log is in it. Yeah. Elizabeth uh, Dierdebeck, Um She's done a few things here and there. I've seen her in like a, th- a few things popping up around. Um, she's in Guardians. She has one of those faces that looks like a damn, well, she looks like an alien. <laughs> But she she's um apparently she's gonna be the next Guardians of the Galaxy, so I guess look out for her. Um, um there is uh we call it um ZZ Zhang uh, plays Tam. Her her I've seen in like a few movies as well over time, like the Geisha, uh House of the Flying Daggers, that sort of thing. So she's been around as well for a long, long time doing the, doing the acting things. But those are the people who are like in the movie for 10 Clover. Well, I keep saying 10 Cloverfield Lane, but Cloverfield, the Cloverfield Paradox, I should call it. Um, that just kind of just dropped on us. Like um, they kind of released as like a Beyonce album. It was like, oh, <laughs> I mean, no, no, no uh, ads. Here's a here's a movie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> Enjoy it. On the it's like here's, here's a here's a two hour movie. Go watch <laughs> right now. Yay! And the the funny thing was that right after the Super Bowl ended, that's how I knew the Super Bowl ended. I didn't watch it, so I was like, I know it ended because they said that oh we're going to launch it when it ends. <laughs> and then I, I watched the Super Bowl, and I didn't, I don't even like football. <laughs> I just watched it for the hell of it. Yeah. But you know, I figured also I knew like all these all these cool announcements would be happening too. And then when I saw that commercial, I was just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I'm, I, I was I wondered um, I wondered uh, like did they get like a, a surge of like signups <laughs> to to our login? I mean, because I mean, when I was watching it, it was like two in the morning. So I would assume a lot of people already seen it and the traffic would die down, but nope. I mean, it didn't chug for me, so I don't know. But yeah, I I, I go see it. I mean, go see it. Guys. I would have watched it right afterwards, but I I fell asleep, so yeah, <laughs> I have to check it out sometime this week. Yeah, I, I watched it and I couldn't stop watching it, so I watched the whole thing. Just I just can't believe it's been ten years since Cloverfield out came of out. curiosity because I, I was going to mention and I wanted to make sure I was right in my memory. Uh, that Super 8, if it was connected mm. to Cloverfield, because the aliens look similar. Uh, I don't think so. He, I, I think that was in just... In this article uh, I found, as he explained it to us, there is a link between the two creatures, but not one that has any storytelling impact. So Super 8 is oh, I, connected. I mean, just maybe. Was hmm. Except J. I mean, I guess it makes maybe, sense. But, it's J.J. Abrams, so... Yeah... Did JJ Abrams do Super 8? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. So maybe they are connected, but. Uh, His answer is yes. I don't know, but because I'm not those telling, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he's still, he's right. still doing that crap that he did with um, Loss. It's like. Well, there's tie that if if we want to connect that, there's like tie-ins from Lost in Cloverfield too. Like I've never really seen Lost, but I guess there's like a type of drink in like you see there's like a slushy or something they're drinking in Lost. I think called like Slurmo or or Slusho or some other mm. 
some other thing. And apparently this drink slusho has some connection to the Cloverfield universe, but somehow. Uh, but I, I don't know. <laughs> We're going to have to dedicate an entire episode to all the connections. <laughs> it's like a JJ verse. Yeah. Because <laughs> apparently it was an alias to this, this slushy called slusho, but it's like when Cloverfield came out, you know, when they were doing like all these like websites and stuff, they had a website for the slushy slusho and then there was like all these things like how it's tied into the monsters somehow. Wow. Okay. So yeah, it's a whole a whole big theory. So yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> I mean I'm sure there's like um maybe one day he'll reveal it all. You know. Doesn't he also work on Westworld? <laughs> maybe that's also connected. <laughs> Is he a producer? I mean does he? I don't know. <laughs> I still haven't seen Westworld, but if you mean Yeah. Um, Under IMDb. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, here it is. Westworld, executive producer of mm-hmm. episodes. Uh, there's a title of him, for him as a producer called Portal. Ah, okay. Yeah, interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Because he, he brought on Diane Trachtenberg, and he did the Portal yes. short. This is a film adaptation of the video oh, game series. Oh, it'll... it'll... It all, it all comes connects. full circle. <laughs> all connects. All connects. Uh, yep. It's a whole big connection. Yeah. We shall see one day. <laughs> um, yeah, that that would probably be a cool episode to do to try to figure out the um, JJ verse. <laughs> <laughs> it's all starting to reveal itself. We'd all be sitting in like a room with a smoking cigarettes with coffee and just this board with all the strings attached to the different characters and we haven't yeah. slept in three days. I feel like from always sunny in Philadelphia with the No, nobody knows that episode. Uh, no. uh, uh I've I've fallen behind. On the I show. forgot the episode. I think it was like Charlie or he was trying to tie together I don't know. I just see like <laughs> Never mind. No, I hear you though. There's, there's all these. Um, there's. I mean, it's it's nothing new. There's, you know, there's been other um, movie stars and directors who've tried to create like their own little universe and stuff for years. So, um, this one might be the most covert of it <laughs> that we've ever seen, um, but it's pretty interesting. I can't wait for like a uh, what's those what those those guys called the film uh, film theory, uh, the red letter or whatever it's called. Um, maybe oh, red letter media. Yeah, maybe they'll do something like that one day. So, oh, maybe. We'll see. Um, but anyway, moving on to some other uh, news that dropped yesterday as well, which was the solo Star Wars. What is Star um, Wars? So <laughs> it's it's this very tiny indie film okay. that you know <laughs> it was made by this straggly beard guy it's, he's just he had some money in duct tape he was like all right cool some kind of, he, he makes some hippie he makes like pew pew noises and whatnot <laughs> and, I mean, it's just it's nothing big it's, there's been like nine of the movies but you know he, he just keeps releasing <laughs> them they just keep coming out uh, except he sold it off to like this other smaller company called disney um, but yeah, he sold it that's, to a that, smaller company. 
Yeah, it's like <laughs> just he just sold it off for like pennies, you know, three billion. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, the Han Solo, or they're they're just calling it Solo. Um, it's a teaser. It's not a trailer. I mean, it's because the funny thing is the teaser is about an, a minute and forty three yeah, seconds I was long. Say I would call that a trailer. That's trailer worthy yeah. to me. Well, I guess um, they, I guess they call it a teaser because it's not really showing like what the basic story is. They're just showing a bunch of scenes together. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what's considered a teaser now. It's just here's a bunch of scenes from the movie to give you an idea of what's in store. Yeah. I I just want someone to explain to me why Childish Gambino's character, which is um, Lando, looks like Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> like in that one they showed up like a one scene where he's like in i mean it looks like where he was was cold <laughs> but um he just like he just has on a john snow fur <laughs> i was like all right that's what's happening um it like i'm looking at yeah yeah so i'm guessing wherever they're probably on some sort of cold planet um it's, it's ironic you say Jon Snow because we have Daenerys Targaryen in the movie. <laughs> in the movie. You know, um, like- yeah, so it's like, it's, it's just, I don't know, maybe they're just, bar- they're just like joking with people. Who knows what they're doing? Um, but the ta- the teaser that they put out um, yesterday, and then I believe today they put out a um, another longer teaser? Or, I don't know. But this movie comes out yeah. Memorial Day, May 25th. Um, it looks pretty cool. It it reminds me of um it, it like it's like a fast action uh western. Yeah. In my opinion. Like it just kind of reminds me of like that sort of gun ho brass just, you know, kid who's like, yeah, I'm going to be the best pilot ever and stuff like that. Very, a lot of bragging and whatnot. Um I really don't have any thoughts either way about the 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 guy who's playing solo i have one thing that i'm hoping and because i'm not a crazy internet person i'm gonna see this movie no matter what i'm gonna like it when i walk out Mm. it doesn't matter how good or bad it is it's star wars and i'm gonna be happy but with the han solo i hope they don't tread on too much star trek reboot territory with the mm. roguish, like I'm. I don't listen to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that kind of is who Han Solo is, and I get that, but mm. oh, this might piss off a lot of people. I wouldn't mind a new take on a young Han Solo. Um, I'd rather him be different than old Han Solo because he's younger. Not necessarily the same brashness, the same attitude or cockiness. I'd like to see him earn those things in this movie, not already mm. be them. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I mean, for the most part, like, you know, I've never read any of the books or comics or any of that stuff. Um, so I don't like, you know, the extended universe. So I don't know anything about Han Solo outside of the films. And which is the way God know, what, intended, by the way. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Cause Disney said, fuck y'all and your feelings. <laughs> it's like <laughs> um what 
um, based on what I know there and based on what they're showing here, um, like I'll, I'll be completely fine with um, something completely new, uh, you know, to, you know, maybe it's a part of him we never seen before. You know, because the way they presented him yeah. in the first film, it was just more like he's his bounty. Like he was like a, a well, not even about like a, he was a smuggler and that was it, <laughs> you know, and he just kind of worked on his own rules and everything like that. So it'd be cool to see if he yeah, has some like, I mean, extra scruples. That yeah, we didn't because know he didn't want people around. He didn't like people around. I would like this movie to show us why. Yeah. Like, did he watch everyone yeah, who had died I... and now he just kind of wants to be standoffish. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I see where you're coming from, but at the same time, it's fine to leave it as a mystery. Like, did people really want a prequel or see like what Han Solo was like before? You know, A New Hope. Did people want this? That's the thing too. I, I don't know. I mean, Star Wars diehard Star Wars fans would say like, yeah, I, I always wanted this, and it's like. But I think they wanted it in the in the um the realm of the extended universe. But like I said, I don't yeah, I don't know I, there's even even books written about Han Solo as a young man. Like I, I really don't know, you know. But uh, I mean, like I said, it's just if you have this, then we'll probably have like a you know a, a young Princess Leia, you know, a teenage Princess Leia story. Mm. Or I want to see a young little cub you know, Wookie. Of Chewbacca, <laughs> true, Chewie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, me too. Like, I mean, yeah. We'll still... Don't like Wookies live like for thousands I mean, of years or something? Yeah, like, pretty Disney, much. Dude, dude. I want a cut of how much, how many toys that's gonna sell. Oh, like, uh, little baby yeah. Chewbacca. Well, they tried that. I think with the the Christmas special. <laughs> oh, that uh, Christmas special, God! That's- <laughs> yeah, where, where it's like Chewbacca's family. Yeah, they didn't call you know, it Christmas. Apparently, Chewbacca has it was a kid. Like a- no, it was Life yeah. Day. It was a, it was actually a Wookiee holiday. <laughs> they were all celebrating, <laughs> and they all go to the the Wookiee planet, and then you know it just sounds like a bunch of dying whales <laughs> when they all come together. <laughs> Uh, but no, I I actually um I'm kind of hyped for this movie. Again, it's a teaser, so I'm I'm still not sure what to expect. But it is a little unexpected. I thought it was I kind of had low expectations for this movie because I thought like oh okay it's you know now that Disney's taking control of the Star Wars franchise like mm. okay we're gonna have a young Han Solo movie. It's gonna be like oh how Han Solo met Chewbacca or it's gonna be like a typical like buddy you know, action comedy or something they're going to do. But the trailer actually looks interesting. So we'll see what happens. Right. But right now it just looks like guardians of the galaxy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely does have that feel to it. Um, Star Wars themed, which, you know, guardians of the galaxy is similar to star Wars in a sense that they're both space operas, but Mm. it just has more of the, that feel to it, you know? Yeah. I agree. It's, um, just yeah, it's it's it looks good. Uh, it's it's actually it's because I, I, I had like you, Alyssa. I had like low expectations <laughs> for this. So what they're giving me, it's like okay, I I can you know I'm okay with this. I can deal with this, you know. Just as and, long as uh, it's better than Rogue Squadron or Rogue One. Uh, sorry, it, it oh, I liked Rogue One. It was 
it was fine. <laughs> Rogue One was fine. I have yeah. yet to return to it or want to. The other films, mm. I have. Right. What's crazy is I've known people who thought Rogue One was better than The Last Jedi, but that's a whole different... That's a whole uh, different show. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a whole different show. do after the Cloverfield. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the problem the thing is Star Wars fans. Uh, God, Star Wars fans are just really. A lot of them up. will never be satisfied. Yeah, like if it's not the problem, it's not perfect for their whatever. It's gonna well, talk about. Well, the thing is, the problem with Star Wars is if it's it's tough. It's either you keep things the same and it's like okay, nothing's new happened, or you change things up for a newer generation. It's like this is not Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you you can't please everybody. Yeah. So that's what happens when you expand a franchise, especially a very you know yeah. iconic one that people follow like a religion. So yeah, yeah. Man, I hear you. I hear you. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty. So far, I'm impressed with their um what they're showing so far with the two because it's like two teasers that's out. There's like a thirty second teaser and then there's like a minute and a half teaser of the teaser. <laughs> so. You know, but so far, um, uh, I enjoy what I'm seeing. I, I don't think I, you know, it seems like it's going to be a pretty decent movie. And um, for the Star Wars purists out there, it seems like Disney heard you guys and decided let's not add new technology to the universe. <laughs> and to <laughs> the purists out there, by virtue <laughs> of being a purist, you are bound to be disappointed. Right, because. What I've noticed in this particular teaser, the longer version, is that um, they they do a lot of lever pushing, like every somebody's pushing some lever, somebody is like there's some crank or something. So you know, there you go, old technology cranks. (laughs) I hope I hope that makes you happy, Star Wars purists. But anyway, uh, moving on to some uh, some gaming news stuff. It's kind of, you know it's kind of a bit of a slow month for gaming right now, uh, unless you are a um, PUBG player, it might be good for you. Now I should preface this: I've never played this game. I've seen others play it. It looks fun, but it's uh, I don't think I would ever play it. Um, so it's fun yeah, if it's you like want to be if you want to get if you enjoy being tense and scared shitless <laughs> for like a, <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, bas- it's basically a survival right. game, right? It's like a battle royale kind of situation. Um, from what I've heard, it requires a lot of I don't know, like Twitch reaction. A lot of uh, mm. you have to play it with a headset. Like you need to hear. In what direction people are firing or shooting? Oh, great! Not, <laughs> it is fun. That doesn't sound Even, fun. I'm sure it's fun, but if you're winning, uh... if you're like doing well, that's that's when it's <laughs> tense. It's always fun, well, but it's stupid fun when you're not winning. When you're well, I mean, if you're not winning, then you're dead and you're out of the game. But whenever you're um... not constantly combat and you're just, if you go into PUBG to dick around, you're gonna have a great time. Because you're going to mm. get in a car <laughs> for no reason just because you feel like driving it. And you're going to do some weird on-the-fly thing that in retrospect is going to look like this 
badass, well-timed jump over a house, landing <laughs> into two enemies, jumping out, panic firing, and killing three people, and you survive. And you didn't plan. Like, that's the kind of game this is. Oh, okay. So luck of the draw sort of <laughs> No, it's if you're skilled, you're gonna do well. And if you uh, rely on dumb luck, you could possibly do amazingly well. <laughs> that one time. Yes. <laughs> and you will remember it forever because holy shit, that'll never happen again. <laughs> yeah. So apparently um <clears throat> the uh creators of PUBG has uh Banned. Well, I should actually say what PUBG stands for. It's Players uh, Unknown Battlegrounds. Um, uh, so apparently, last year, November, they banned a um, hundred thousand players in one single in one weekend, which is okay. That's crazy. Um, but last month, they banned over a million players for cheating in the game. <laughs> now, as to what constitutes I'm not surprised that it's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I don't even know cuz since, since I've never played the game, I don't even know what would be cons- constituted as cheating. I'm assuming unlimited ammo. Um God knows that. Uh if you can you can go on YouTube and just other like people like Twitch streamers or whatever, they encounter cheaters and they'll post videos. Uh ah, okay. one that can make you it looks like it looks like a Benny Hill footage at the end of Benny Hill whenever everyone's chasing <laughs> Benny Hill. It's just this fast oh, okay. motion dude like going to like three times faster than everyone else. Uh, <laughs> it looks ridiculous, but you know if you're trying to play the game, right? And, you're moving that fast. <laughs> uh, it can be smaller things like they can hack it so that none of their weapons have recoil, which is a oh. huge advantage. Uh, they can clip through walls. Which clearly, all the advantages that mutants have in the X Men are what they're <laughs> programming. Okay, and that's how they're cheating. So it's it's legit. So it's, a, it's not just that someone's jet, good but... and you lost by yeah. them and you swear they're hacking. It's you can a lot of times clearly see because they're going a hundred miles a minute or walking through walls. Yeah. And apparently, even though they're like rolled out this anti-cheat measure of theirs, it's not according to this article. It it, it doesn't help. Like people are <laughs> people are still doing it, or they're finding new exploits and stuff like that. So that's just uh, how it's going to be. I know I've yeah. said this on this podcast before. Any system you put in place is there to be beat. Yeah, they're pretty much. You have to stop them, then. They're going to get smarter. Then the anti-hackers are going to get smarter. Then the hackers are going to get smarter. Because as much as um, this game, like it's it's incredibly popular, and it's I believe it's 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 also on now on console, right? Yeah, it's if on I'm not Xbox, mistaken, exclusive to Xbox yeah. console. You know, so it's like, brr. I guess we'll see. <laughs> it's like it's like. Um, I mean, it's it's you know. Uh, I like I said, I'm probably never gonna play this game because I, I don't feel like being frustrated. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I really don't. If I want to be frustrated, I'll just I'll just stick with Overwatch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's another game that gets me frustrated, but you know. Well, anyway, um, good luck with you PUBG players and not cheating. Have fun. 
So yep. <laughs> um, this 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 last one we're doing it's very very quick. Um, it's not really even an article per se. It's just kind of like, hey, uh, we are out and uh, we're number one in games. <laughs> that? Uh, Monster Hunter World. Now I'm not surprised with that. Now here's the thing, right? Monster Hunter has been out for God knows how long. Like I feel like it's been around since. Yeah, it's a very long series. So, I think two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it's like right around the time when you know three D gaming was getting a little bit more um, pushed out there. So they came out with this particular genre of game, and but they always kept it exclusive to like Nintendo, you know. And it was sometimes i don't even think they released all the monster hunters here in the u.s i think some of them were just released in japan and they never came here uh, mm-hmm. but the game is topping a bunch of charts so like the uk individual charts like they're number one there japanese consoles um u.s the u.s charts there's like um well the u.s all format chart in december Apparently has it. Oh, it's not on there. Call of, Call of Duty. It's not, it's not on there. So I don't, no, I don't Call, even... Call of Duty is number one. Why am I not surprised with yeah. that? The US, Call of Duty. <laughs> things. <laughs> Call of Duty, Star Wars. It's like, it's all like army games and sport games. And then right. you see Super Mario Odyssey and Mario Kart. So I'm not even sure why they even include those uh, other um stuff because it does it's not topping those charts but it's definitely topping the what seems to be more of an international chart than the local american charts i guess it's bigger in in the united kingdom than it is in uh yeah it's it's really huge in in europe very very huge so it's like you know i'm not surprised but this is like the first monster hunter that i can actually get my hands on and actually play with my friends um, because you know you can get it on Xbox, PS4, and various other platforms. So it's uh, like, ironically, it will not be coming out for Nintendo Switch. <laughs> now <Aww>. that's funny, <laughs> because for a long time it was exclusive on Nintendo. <laughs> you know, so it's yeah, like, Switch is Switch is getting their own game, a whole bunch of games this year. It's been almost a year since the since it launched. So yeah, they just they launched what they call the Lado. Um, a labo. Labo. I have no idea what that's about, but it looks cool. Yeah. But it looks like it's more fun if you're a kid. <laughs> Pretty much. Or um, a kid at heart, I should yeah. say. I mean, I think it would entertain me for an hour, and then, and then I'll realize <laughs> all I accomplished was a nice, neat little cardboard thing. <laughs> that's why it's, I think like maybe kids will enjoy more like or see, people who yeah. like to build like I did a thing yeah, I, would, I would totally yeah. get that for a kid yeah I can see people like if you had a child or you have like it's nephews, innovative. nephews and nieces and stuff that's like something you can get them and you guys can like chill for an afternoon and just make it you know um, oh yeah, yeah so, like I, I, they released some sort of robot mech suit thing that was actually pretty cool looking um but it's like 80 bucks for that cardboard thing so (laughs) i'm just curious how how the technology how the switch recognizes like hey you built this robot like okay we're gonna interact with it and yeah stuff unless there's like a special code or something you plug in to be like okay you built this thing okay we're gonna act this yeah exactly 
I have a feeling that's probably what it is, but I, I can see the yeah. I'm selling bangbusters um, because it's, it's it seems so easy and it's like a, an excuse for parents to drag their children out somewhere to <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, look what I got. Go you. outside, build your fishing. You rod. can now play your switch. <laughs> build your now you can play with your switch outside. Yeah. Get some fresh air. <laughs> Well, yeah, but all that to say that no, Monster Hunter is not coming to the Switch. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh well. And um, but yeah, it's doing pretty well. Um, congratulations to Capcom. Um, and it's not like you know Capcom hasn't put out a game and people just like just lose their shit over it. So. And also, <laughs> it's January, February. It's hard not to be number one if you just came out mm-hmm. right now, because right. no games yeah. are coming out right now. Yeah, everybody's just waiting yeah. for like the middle of the year, you know. So, um, I'm I'm waiting specifically for um, it was probably out already. Um, Shadow of the Colossus remake that comes oh, out yeah. tomorrow. Comes out the sixth. Oh, awesome! I will get it this week and disappear into the abyss. <laughs> I just play, I just got a PS4 for uh, Christmas, mm. and I oh, nice. just now played or finished finally. Both Horizon Zero Dawn, mm. which was amazing, and The Last of Us oh, remastered. I still need to get that. Ah. I'm playing that now, actually. The The Last of Us remastered. I was even good. I was told it was going to yeah. be rough, and I was I've I don't know. There's probably not a 40 minute play session that didn't go by where I did not tear up. Mm. Oh yeah, the moment that. That opening, yeah. like off right off right off the bat, like right before they showed the title screen, I was like, "Oh shit, that's some dark shit right, right there." And the game, I mean, if I don't know if you've <laughs> ever read the book or seen the movie The Road, that post yes, The Last no, of Us I, is I basically the Road video game. That's uh, terrible. <laughs> with zombies, I don't think the Road had zombies. Mm, yeah, the Road is a uh, it's pretty pretty terrible. Yeah, oh, since this is the first of the new year, uh, that was my 2017 roundup belated. Uh, Horizon, <laughs> The Last of Us Remastered, even though that came out many years ago. Mm. Yeah. And well, Hellblade. um, Hellblade City oh, Sacrifice yes. is awesome. I'll buy that at some point. Because it, it it looks really haunting, and I, I kind of I like those type of games, it's moody for no reason. <laughs> but uh, you know, um, I still need to get Bloodborne. Bloodborne, yeah. <laughs> those are games I can. Yeah, Nate, looks... Nate is a huge Bloodborne fan, so um, like I've never played Demon Souls or Dark Souls, so I, I heard it's it's basically the same team, right? But I heard those games are hard as hell. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm, but they look beautiful. So yeah, I'm told that Bloodborne is not as hard, but you know it can be frustrating. Yeah. It can be an entry point. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. anywho brings us to the end of our show. Um, don't forget to check out Pondering Nerdcast on GameRebellion.com and GiftedSounds.com as well. Either one is cool. But, you know, you check out all the really cool community and articles and stuff that goes up over at Game Rebellion. And like I promised you at the end of the show, um, Gifted Sounds and, you know, some of Pondering Nerdcast will be at Universal FanCon this year. This is in Baltimore, the Baltimore Convention Center. 
Um, this is happening around April, I believe. I believe the twenty six. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the date is. I am terrible at this promo. Thing. April twenty. Oh, April twenty. Yeah, April twenty seventh to the 29th, uh, two thousand eighteen, Baltimore Convention Center. Um, you can buy tickets with our code Gifted Sounds, all one word, and you will get ten percent off on your tickets at checkout. Uh, so don't forget to check that out, people, and you, you know, and tweet at us or you know, you know, hit, hit us up and let's just let us know, like, hey, we bought tickets and we'll use your code and and it should be awesome. <laughs> um, until next time, guys, we appreciate you for listening and we look forward to talking to you more in the new year and bringing you some cool content. Bye for now. Bye, guys. Later.